<laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> episode 69 where we always discuss the latest nebraska issues i'm stephanie and here with me today are my favorites april and melody hey ladies how's it going can i just say so last week we did not have april with us and we made an illusion like we alluded to the fact that april was maybe having special birthday moments maybe some hanky panky we Mm -hmm. don't know april's Mm -hmm. here Maybe she'll say, maybe she won't. She probably won't. But April, I, I think it's funny that when April comes back, we're on episode 69. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> April, what were you doing last Sunday night at 10 or at 9, 24 PM? Well, Inquiring minds want to know. Because I was getting your guys' Christmas presents and you're getting coal. <laughs> <gasps> No, we wish you hanky panky, and you want to so not talk about my hanky panky. (laughs) I mean, here's the deal: energy costs are going to be through the roof all winter. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'll take the coal. Friction, right? (laughs) No. Okay, my husband keeps complaining about the the heating or lack of heating, and he says it's not going to be as bad as you think this winter. And I'm like, I don't care. Put a sweater on, man. Put a sweater on. So when I was growing up, my stepdad, he would know if you moved that effing thermostat one Mm -hmm. degree, he'd just be in the middle of a room, be like, "Hmm, (laughs) hold on, did someone touch the thermostat? That's me. How did he know? I noticed there's no longer a chill in the air who did that. (laughs) (laughs) If you walk past the right vent you're like oh that is way warmer than it should be mm-hmm. oh no that, april that feels no. expensive <laughs> oh no not, but like at some point wherever you set it you're all dressing for that temperature and if someone mm-hmm. messes with it then suddenly i'm like why am i so hot <laughs> oh no i cannot okay. i cannot i got a quick question for you what did yeah. you do this weekend? So we know what you did last weekend. Now we do. need to know. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? <laughs> if this was a text message chat, I'd be using the eggplant emoji. That's oh all my goodness. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because I'll April's start. a vegetarian? I'll yeah. Start. Yeah. You guys are full of lies. <laughs> okay. I did way too much this weekend. Um I uh, helped uh, some friends watch their kiddo while they were trying to get their house fixed up they just bought. And I read darn near 300 pages of my 600-page book. And I made a painting that I ended up turning into a Christmas card on a whim. So you can look forward to those in the mail. Great. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. What did you do, Melody? You've got 
Well, I also did a winter solstice card. Fun. And winter solstice is my favorite holiday because it is both a like religious kind of holiday. It's got religious traditions around it, you know, kind of like some pagan stuff, mm-hmm. but it's also a science holiday. Mm-hmm. It's the best of both. And I love that about winter solstice. And I love that winter solstice makes me feel really hopeful mm-hmm. because the light is coming back, you know, and you get to start over and you get to carve out new paths. And I don't know, like, I just like the whole the whole idea of it's like coming to a close and a new chapter is beginning. And I don't know, I just, winter solstice is just my favorite. So that's what's up. What, are, what about you, Stephanie? What have you been doing? Uh, it is episode 69 of the pod. So this is the episode for lewd jokes, just for listeners, just a heads up. We're not going to stop. What'd you do this weekend, Stephanie? <laughs> uh huh. Tell us more. Uh, Scott and I cleaned the garage together for several hours. Oh, um, and then- <laughs> that's what they call it now. That's the code: cleaning the garage. <laughs> my garage is really clean. Okay, I'm serious here. Um, <laughs> Chloe, I'm sorry. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> we did really clean the garage, and then. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> we, are, we need adults to come You're in and um, for this. host this pod tonight. Uh, <laughs> is okay. this a good time to tell everybody okay. this is our last no, no. pod of the year? <laughs> this is the last is pod of last the year, and we're punchy. <laughs> right. Um, punchy. We're going to miss you all. Um, the other thing I did was try to figure out my Christmas tree, you guys. I got to tell you, Christmas lights and fuses, what a bunch of bullshit. Excuse my language, but mm-hmm. it's just terrible. It's a good thing Eastridge Elementary has a giant Christmas light recycling program because I have like eight bags of Christmas lights I chopped into little pieces to get them off my tree. Oh, gosh. Anyway, you know, the tree's I, I did that too. all as well. But I can't, I tried to change fuses on some strings too, and it didn't work. And I'm like, am, you know I, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> Listeners, I want to know if anyone's ever changed a fuse and it actually did anything to turn the lights back on, on Christmas <laughs> lights, because I think it's a farce. <laughs> That's all. It's a lie. What'd you do, well, Melody? Um, I said I did my winter solstice postcard. Oh, that's right. But. The other thing I did that we have not discussed is we did, uh, I had commissioned an art piece for Seeing Red, and we're going to turn it into a magnet. I will send an image of it to our patrons on Patreon, which is always on our, um, it's always on our pod show notes. But we are going to send the magnet, which is really, it's so good. I just, it's um, an art teacher at a Nebraska high school. And like, I just, it's so good. I'm really excited about it. And we're going to send that magnet to everybody who's a Seeing Red patron at any level, $5 level, $20 level, you know, your call. Um, 
And so I'm very, very, very excited about that. And if you are an existing patron, please check your email from Patreon because I'm going to send out a post and make sure I have your address because I can't get to the magnet if I don't have that. Um, Mm -hmm. So... So we will we'll send that out through the Patreon. And then even if you become a Patreon like next week or something, you'll see the old post. You'll be able to see it and like see a picture of the magnet. It's really um, it's like kind of like a comic strip. Uh, it says fuck Pete Ricketts in one panel. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just really good. I think they did a good job and I think they captured the spirit of um, all of the seeing red platforms, which the blog or the podcast is just one but of course there's the blog and there's the twitter and the insta and the facebook and they all kind of have different kind of vibes and tones going on uh Mm -hmm. and so i think this comic really captured a sense of like the whole the whole picture that we're pulling together here i'm so excited about that so i also kind of in the vein of we're all in this together there's different even at seeing red there's all different kinds of people that um, do this work and want to talk about and make Nebraska a better place and have a very clear way that we're framing things of how we think the future should look and how it would be the best for everyone, right? Um, But there's all different kinds of people. And I just read, I don't talk about this a lot, um, but I am, you know, like I have pretty strong um, like faith practices, uh, my faith is very important to me. This is not something but, that I talk about a lot, but I was just, I'm a Unitarian Universalist, uh, and I just got the magazine and I was reading there, a big post in here, a big article, and there's a paragraph I just really want to read, and it, it resonated with me with the kind of community I think that we're all hoping for going forward, even if we don't agree on like the details of this, that, or the other. Uh, But I think it really captures big picture what I hope the listeners of this podcast are trying to do in their own lives and definitely what we're trying to do on this podcast. So I'm just going to read this uh, if you'll let me have this moment. And this is written by Reverend Susan Frederick Gray, who's the president of the Unitarian Universalist Association. Um, And it also is like secular. So you shouldn't, hopefully you're not offended, but if you are, I don't know, (laughs) write me, write, send a letter to the manager. Um, (laughs) In, okay. uh, In these times, it is more important than ever to realize that we belong to each other And we share a responsibility for the conditions and qualities that define our relationships of interdependence across the globe and with our planet. May we continue to turn away from paternalism and toward the practices of humility, solidarity, compassion, and equity in the fostering of the beloved community in our culture, our tradition, and our communities, and in our world. May it be so. I like that. So that's just, you know, like... I was looking through kind of like a year in review and I know we're going to talk about it, how kind of what we think about our year in review, but it just, I just really, the whole article kind of resonated with me, but that one, you know, their closing paragraph, I thought was a good summary. And on that, I want to segue into the thing about the Lincoln police department. Hmm. Seeing Red broke a story 
uh, here in December about the Lincoln Police Department. And then it was covered in the Lincoln Journal Star and today's December 12th, Sunday. Um, and it just dropped today, a very long front page news. And actually Seeing Red was credited for breaking the story. And we don't want to talk about it a lot today, but we just want you to know we're going to cover it more long form after the new year. So I'm going to make sure you're subscribed and stay tuned. But basically, a journalist at Seeing Red, Amanda Gailey, was uh, had a source, uh, several sources at Lincoln Police Department that there has been sexual assault of various types going on. And now there is retaliation against those female officers. And also and it's a, harassment and racism. Yeah. And there's definitely more to the story that we are not quite telling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these kind of things have to unfold in a certain way, um, you know, to protect people. But stay tuned. But stay tuned. And no, we're going to keep covering that. Um, but I just wanted to bring it up because it is such a big deal. Uh, and, you know, we're going to keep talking about that. So... Yeah. On maybe a less heavy note, or maybe just as, probably not just as a heavy a note, but let's talk about the year in review. How many, how many podcasts did we record? Stephanie, do you know? A lot. 31. A lot? Yes. That's a lot. That's more than, um, that is more than 50% of the weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's and this is good. our third year of doing this, so I'm pretty impressed. It is, it's not always easy. (laughs) It's not always easy. It is, uh, it's a labor of love, but we are all, you know, for longtime listeners, you know this, but all three of us have full-time jobs. All three of us have small children. All three of us have um, partners. And so, you know, we're just, this is a labor of love and we do this because we really care about Nebraska and we want to see it better. And we think mm-hmm. the more people are talking, the more people are dialoguing, the more likely things can move forward. And for me, like I said, the thing is nobody else is doing this. Nobody else is talking about these issues from mm-hmm. the left. It's certainly not in the pod space in Nebraska. And we're very Nebraska specific. We don't get into the national stuff. So we appreciate mm-hmm. all of our Patreons and like we'd get nothing out of this. <laughs> I don't even have a decent microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I could, but it's never just going to happen. Right. But the point is like, that's not what we do it. You just keep the wheels turning. We do it because you listen and yeah. But speaking of listening, we had a lot of guests this year. A yeah. lot. And we, when we look at 31 episodes, that's almost as much as we did in the previous two years combined. So that's pretty awesome. Who is your favorite guest? I don't know. Maybe not favorite guest is the wrong word, but yeah, who, maybe just, what was a guest where you're like, I learned a lot that I did not know before you came on this pod. Fantastic lady that came to talk to us about the major struggles facing our foster care system. <gasps> Monica Gross. Monica. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, was I my favorite a lot, podcast interview sure. that I've ever been a part of. For sure. So I think I probably learned the most from the abortion is healthcare episode with mm. Shelly. Mm-hmm. She was on, she's on the front lines at the abortion clinic in Bellevue. And I mean, 
it is some scary, scary stuff that she's facing. And she does it with a lot of humor. Um, she takes her work very seriously. And I just, I was inspired by her commitment to ensure uh, safe and legal abortion in the most practical way possible. She's just literally volunteering her time on the front lines, mm-hmm. holding back protesters so that people can access health care that they are entitled to. And mm-hmm. I, just, I found her just so inspiring. And she's one of those people that, and there's so many of these people. And if you know who these people are, you know, send them our way. So, cause we want to talk about them on the pod, but she's just one of those people. It's like an unsung job, but it is so important. Uh, and this is how the sausage gets made. You know, these things, we need people like her. We need more people like her. And we need to recognize the people like her that are out there doing it. So I just found her so inspiring. Mm-hmm. What about you, April? Well, if I picked outside of those two choices, I was really happy that we interviewed Laura Fisher about school vouchers and how they hurt public schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I have known Laura for a while, but I have not had a conversation with her one-on-one about this before. And she was incredible. And her experience in, in Kansas and watching those schools suffer and the students suffer because of the cuts um, that vouchers brought to schools um, was really important to hear. So, you know, something I noticed this year that we talked a lot about, which I mean, I'm thinking about it a lot. So I guess it's not surprising to me, uh, but I just didn't realize how many episodes we had, which was about um police reform Mm -hmm. and we talk to and prison reform and I think you know those things Mm -hmm. go together they're really hand-in-hand issues but we talk to Cassie Lottman who is you know she she does a lot of work in prison reform and she does a lot of things for access to services for people who are currently incarcerated and she knew a lot about that and that was really interesting Mm-hmm. She did, we talked about um, school resource officers and how we need to get police out of our schools. We talked to Senator Terrell McKinney, who was at the front lines in the legislature of one, trying to stop the new prison that they're building, and two, trying to get less people routing to prison and more people out of the prisons that are there now. And he's on the front lines of that work as well. And of course, you know, you can't talk about any of those things without talking about how the black community is impacted by these things more than every other community in Nebraska, even though every other community in Nebraska is touched by these things, um, either directly or indirectly. But they're the black community is just hit more because of racist police tactics, a racist criminal justice system, um, racial bias of school resource officers, you know, like all the things, right? It's just, it's all wrapped up in that. So Stephanie, what are some other themes you take away from this year? One thing that I really got from this year is how many different people there are um, in various communities across Nebraska doing the hard work. Um, and being the accountability that some parts of our government choose not to be, you know, like our, we have that state auditor guy that just doesn't really do anything. Um, Mm -hmm. But I find that we have a lot of citizen advocates who are out doing 
um, the hard work, trying to make sure they understand what's going on and why, and holding people accountable. So I appreciate that much like Dave Pantos and Megan Stock and um, countless other people that we've spoken to this year. Kate, hi. Uh, yeah, I agree. I really, it's been awesome to hear all these people talk about what they're doing and mm-hmm. Melody's big on hope. <laughs> Melody has hope when nobody else has hope and the guests Thank bring goodness. a lot of hope when we see like, like looking back at the year, like listeners were looking at a list and we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When I think about people like Erica Felt, who, you know, she's running a home daycare and representing other home daycare ladies and yeah, she's just hustling every day, doing mm-hmm. all of these things, just a citizen advocate, advocating on behalf of other people, building community in her space. Um, I just think that's so, yeah, she's really, uh, who else did we talk to? Renee Sansucci. Mm-hmm. I just walked away feeling like I'd been to, I don't, after we recorded that pod with her, I think I just sat on things she said for weeks just mulling them over. They're just, she had so much to say that everyone needs to hear. Um, although one thing she said, she's like, you need to know your ancestors uh, and, you know, be in more communication with them. And I was like, Ooh, my family's all from Florida. My ancestors, I'm trying to move past, <laughs> trying to do better than my ancestors. Um I don't want to spend a lot of time with them. Oh, my gosh. Or like, oh, so, you know, we have a current natural disaster where we had all those tornadoes. Mm -hmm. And in Kentucky, the stories are breaking all of our hearts. And not only just because, you know, we're just really not prepared for unexpected catastrophic weather events. But then, of course, like all of the economic factors around it, there were multiple companies where Mm -hmm. employees were not provided with appropriate safety protocols, and they died making eight bucks an hour, making candles in the middle of the night. Like, fuck, they probably couldn't even afford their company health insurance. I mean, like, it's so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking at our year in review list of all the pods we did, I just remember talking about you know, there's not much we can do about what's going on in Kentucky, right? But, like, I'm thinking about how we talked about public power with Eric Williams and how after all of those storms in Texas, when Texas was completely unprepared. But in Nebraska, I don't know, it was just hopeful to see, like, oh, look, we actually have really good infrastructure. We have good you know infrastructure and public power. Because we have public power and we have publicly appointed boards and we're not beholden to big money and investors um investors anyway um oppd les and now nppd have all um voted to um be carbon neutral by 2050 and so that's like big things i think we're the first state to ever do that and it's just nebraska with our public power so pretty fantastic Stephanie, what do you want to talk about next year that you think we didn't really give enough sunshine to this year? Any oh. thoughts, April? I know you're going to ask me, so I started thinking, but. <laughs> How did you know? I did not prep you with this question. No, I meant you asked her and I was like, oh, shoot, I'm going to be next. Oh, right. 
Well, I, was I like, will she say, told us this question because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't retain it. I mean, well, I think I think I want to hear more about the people in the streets doing the work, doing the good work in various areas. I mean, I'm sad that we have to have people that are out advocating for our foster care system to not be so terrible and, you know, um, whatnot. But I think that um, I'd like to lift those people up. I want to hear more about environmental impact efforts that are Mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, We really didn't talk a lot about the environment this year, but you know, there's a lot to talk about any given year, but I want to learn more who is doing environmental advocacy. What are they doing? Um, And we know around the country that places where people of color predominantly reside, they're having disproportionate impact of climate change. And is that true in Nebraska as well? I mean, we can like assume it's there unless proven otherwise. That's kind of where I want to start. But what's that actually look like here? And I want to learn more about that. I'm all in for that. Yeah. I want to talk more about mutual aid programs. I love um, learning that people are just taking care of other people. And I want to talk about where they are um, not just if there's, if uh, we'd love to hear from listeners, if you know some more, we could talk about like in other parts of the state, especially. Um, but like, I know here in Lincoln, there's like the Everett free grocery program and they literally give away groceries, but they also coats, blankets, scarves. Like I took some down and that coat had a new home later that day. And I know it from their Facebook post <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's everything goes straight to the people because there's no overhead. It's all just people taking care of people. Oh yeah. And I want to talk, there's a group in Omaha. um, Their acronym is RAP, but it's the revolutionary action party. And they Mm -hmm. do a lot of mutual aid and I want to know how that's been going. And, you know, I I definitely, I want to learn all about that. Yeah. That's a good one. Anything else you think you just like really want to make sure we focus on next year? I always want us to focus on the legislature, but I think we always do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the other thing is that there's going to be the midterms. Mm -hmm. And while I am not such a Pollyanna to think that like, okay, once you vote, everything is fixed. Because even if you get in all the right people, the powers on these people that get voted in, the, the powers that are influencing them are really strong. So it's only part of the work, but it's a really important part because if you have all monsters in your elected positions, then it doesn't matter how good of an advocate you are, you're not going to move them. So it's really important to get people that believe in reason, logic, and science into places of power. And so, of course, like I want to, I do want to spend some time on midterms and think about like, how do we make sure that everybody who can vote gets to vote and that they are, you know, have the educational tools to make good votes based on their own values. They're here. So that's important to me in 2020 as well. You know what though? hmm. Oh, go ahead, April. No, finish. Oh, I was going to say, you know what we should, um, you know what we should do to ring out 2021 
is there is somebody that we all know. He's here week after week after week after week after week. Mm-hmm. He is the he only to every podcast. Like every at podcast. least three mm-hmm. times, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yep, at least, at least. Uh, I wanna. He's unsung, but I wanna sing him. Mm-hmm. I wanna see him. I wanna say hi. I wanna know to the sound engineer of Seeing Red, Scott. What's it like being the sound engineer of Seeing Red? Is it boring? <laughs> it's good. It's good. No, it's, it's not. It's not boring. All of our jokes. <laughs> well, that's true. I get to hear a lot of things that other folks aren't necessarily hearing before and after the podcast, but yes, good he has stuff. a lot of blackmail. <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot that that might be the case. <laughs> if you're if you're looking for the skeletons of the Seeing Red podcast crew, they are um, in Scott's archives. Pod Scott has oh. them. Pod Scott has them. It's a problem. Um, Scott, what do you think is important about doing the podcast? Why do you volunteer for this job? Oh, gosh. You know, I think it's important that people are covering what's actually happening in town from as objective a place as they can. Uh, that They aren't necessarily doing it because they have to because it's their job. I think, you know, journalism has changed so much in the last few years that we're not really seeing much investigative journalism happening. And this is still a place where you can find those things. And as well as talk to people who are, you know, as you guys have just been talking about, uh, doing things for each other in the community, um, really just kind of knowing what's going on in a real sense instead of what you hear from the media, which isn't always necessarily the real story. So, Well, we are so grateful. And, you know, fact about the pod, not, not everybody would know, but we used to have somebody different that would do the sound part of the pod and he was unable to continue and we just paused recording because we're just so overwhelmed with life nobody could figure it out and so um we met scott and he's like oh i'll do it i will love to help you and so now we have the podcast again and that's how we're able to uh, do these kinds of things and so we just really appreciate you. Uh, he doesn't like to get a lot of credit. He doesn't let us put his name in the show He's notes. He's the best. He really, mm-hmm. you know, but we just love him and we want to ring out the year. Uh, he's been around a long time and we're just really, really happy that you're with us. You're the only man we would let in the room week after week after week. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> here, here. So, he's probably the only man who wouldn't get tired of this. Well, maybe he is, but he's still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good sport. <laughs> For sure. So, I mean, just the beginning of today's episode proves he's a good sport. <laughs> having to listen to that. Oh, April, you always have to bring it back to your hanky-panky, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we will end episode 69 and the year 2020 of the Seeing Red podcast. 2021. 2021. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like part two. I mean, you know, what's really changed? Um, Nothing. Oh, gosh. So. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for being on this journey with us. And thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thanks.
You've been listening to Seeing Red Nebraska, Politics from the Left. Seeing Red is a group blog edited by citizen volunteers and entirely devoted to Nebraska politics. You can support us on Patreon with a $5, $10, or $20 a month donation. Be sure to check us out at seeingrednebraska.com and on Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at seeingredne or contact us via email at seeingredne at protonmail.com.